This episode exists mostly because I misspoke during the last one. I was reflecting on how to handle anxiety, different methods that we can use to calm ourselves, and at one point I was trying to make a point about the importance of talking it out with someone you trust as one possibility. And so things seemed to be going fine until I actually went to say the phrase talking it out. And instead, I ended up saying taking it out. Now, I quickly clarified that that wasn't what I meant, but for a second or two, it sounded like I was encouraging listeners to take out our anxiety on others. Now, I certainly wouldn't recommend actually doing that. Taking out our anxiety on other people is unhealthy. It comes with great potential to do harm to others if we don't channel our anxiety in healthier and more productive ways. However, after I accidentally say things that way, taking it out, you'll also hear me on that episode consider that there might also be something to that idea of taking out our anxiety. Not on other people, I have to be quick to say, but in other healthier ways. And so now, I want to think out loud about that for a while. So here we are. An entire episode all based on a Freudian slip. Welcome to the Coffeehouse Contemplative Podcast. In my book, Prayer in Motion, I share the story of my taking a drive to a retreat center one day. I was near the end of a time of sabbatical, and this was a place that I had visited several times during this time away. But on this particular day, it was toward the end of this time, and I was feeling anxious about the prospect of returning to my ministry responsibilities and what I would need to catch up on and how I would reintegrate myself into the life of the congregation. And so I was very much in my thoughts, and they were going so incredibly fast, and they were so incredibly loud. Now, at this retreat center, 
I had a routine that I tended to follow. I had a certain way of structuring my time there. I would usually begin with a time of prayer and journaling and reflection. And then, when that time concluded, I would walk out the front door where a couple hundred feet away there was a labyrinth that I would walk. By the time I would finish that practice, it would be around lunchtime, and so I would take out the lunch that I had brought with me and enjoy that, and, and then I would spend a time in the afternoon reading. And my day would wind down from there, and I would begin the drive home. Now, as I mentioned on this particular day, I was incredibly anxious. And I was thinking about a whole host of things. I was worried about the future. And I was feeling, as a result, incredibly restless. I could not sit still. And I realized that if I began my time at this retreat center in the usual way, I was not going to get a whole lot out of it. These thoughts followed me from my car up the path to the little cabin where I would spend my day, and I knew that following my usual routine would not be helpful. And so, I decided that I would walk right back out the front door and walk the labyrinth first. And this helped me center myself. I knew that I needed to move. I knew that I needed to walk things out. And, of course, praying while doing so. And it was the act of walking that helped center me this day. Not trying to sit still, but by moving. And I knew then, as I still know now, if I hadn't approached my time that way, if I hadn't made this switch, I would have misused my time there completely. Last week's episode was all about anxiety. Specifically, it was to reflect on what may be more helpful to us in anxious times and what may be not so helpful. And what wasn't so helpful, what is not so helpful, what I focus on there is mostly platitudes. Those feel-good sayings that are thrown out when we are worrying, and they're mostly feel-good for the people saying them, not so much for the people receiving or hearing them. Now, what is more helpful, on the other hand, in a word, is action. Practical Actions make more of a difference 
than words alone. Words can be helpful if they are tied to an action, rather than say things like, God doesn't give us more than we can handle, instead saying words like, what can I do for you? How can I help? What do you need right now? Those words, those words that are tied to the possibility, the offering of action, those words are helpful. But then there are other actions that I mentioned. I shared a, a brief breathing meditation, an exercise that you can do. I, of course, mentioned talking it out with others and accepting others' support in whatever form that takes. Now, once again, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I had a little bit of a Freudian slip when I tried to talk about talking it out, where instead I said, taking it out. I didn't mean to say that, but it does raise another set of possibilities, this prospect of taking out our anxiety. Now, once again, I certainly don't condone any form of harm done to another. But, there is another set of actions. Another set of actions that are more active than breathing or talking. Because sometimes we need more action. Sometimes we need more movement. Sometimes we need activities that get our bodies much more involved. As in the case of me choosing to walk the labyrinth right away, rather than trying to sit still. Have you ever had a moment similar to my labyrinth story? A moment when your thoughts and feelings were not going to let you sit still? A moment when your best option was not to just try to sit or try to calm yourself or just try to breathe and not do much else? When your best option instead was to move? To find some kind of release for your pent-up energy? Sometimes, this is as simple as a walk. Taking a walk. Whether around your neighborhood, or on a local trail, or even taking a few laps around your house. Or, it may involve more strenuous Exercise, something that gets the blood pumping a little bit more, whether running or some favorite activity, some favorite sport. Something that's going to allow you to channel that energy into something that involves less thinking and more releasing the energy in your mind out through your fingers and feet. There are many different ways to pray. There are many different ways to center our spirits. When we think of prayer or meditation or centering, the popular thing to imagine 
is something that involves being calm, being still, being serene. And sometimes that really is what we need most. There are times when we need to remember ourselves during a particular moment that calls for us to be calm, when we really do need to be still. The circumstances basically tell us that this needs to be our, our plan, our way forward. But other times, we have the opportunity and the need to let that tension out in other ways, in more active ways, in ways that allow for release. Ways that not only serve to calm us, but to calm us by shedding excess energy. I have several for myself. First, running. Sometimes I call it sweating out the angst. When I recognize that I have some pent-up anxiety and tension, I will talk about my running in terms of getting out the angst through my sweat. And the other main one for me is karate, which you've heard me talk about before. It's been a little bit, but... My first thought when I had my taking things out slip was martial arts. Particularly punching and kicking a bag for a while. That, that's a really simple and straightforward way to take out your anxiety on something without actually hurting another living being. Even if you've never had a single karate lesson in your life. Hitting a bag for a bit? That can help you take out your anxiety in healthy ways. Now, if you don't have access to a karate bag, there are plenty of other ways to take out your anxiety on inanimate objects. You could blow up a bunch of balloons, and then you could stomp on them. You could buy some ugly dishware at Goodwill and then take them home and one by one throw them down on your driveway. I would certainly recommend sweeping all of that up before trying to drive over it, of course. The point here is that whatever will allow for what is pent up to be released to take it out in more active ways. And this, too, may be a form of prayer.
currently reading a book entitled Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce the author's name, but it will be linked in the notes section for this podcast. He is a German psychologist that died not too long ago. And as you may expect from the title, the book is about this concept of flow. And what he says about flow is he conceptualizes it in terms of hitting the right balance between your abilities and the challenge that is set before you. If you hit that sweet spot just right, where you trust yourself and you have the confidence to take on what is before you, you hit a state of flow. It's a state between being too anxious about what you are facing and being too bored by what you're facing. It is that right combination. Now, he further clarifies that this flow state that he describes has a characteristic that involves becoming lost in the activity. You experience a loss of self-scrutiny. You experience a loss of self-consciousness. You are not overly aware of what you are doing. Instead, you are just flowing, trusting yourself, not thinking, just rising to the challenge and doing what you know how to do. When we're preoccupied with ourselves, when we're worried about our appearance, when we're worried about what others think of us, when we're worried about the past or the future, that is when we are self-conscious. That is when we are anxious. But when we are immersed in our activity, we let go of all of that. We let go of our anxiety and our boredom. The example that the author frequently returns to is that of a mountain climber. At one point, he describes the mountain climber as being too immersed in the climb itself to worry about much else. They're not worried about what others think of them. They're not worried about their appearance. They're just focused on the task at hand, letting their abilities go with the flow, letting their abilities rise to the challenge. For some of us, slowing down helps us take control. Activities such as remembering our breath, or meditation, or being still, or resting, or even sleeping. These are each actions. These are actions in themselves. But, at other times, we may need more active activities. Activities that provide release. Activities that 
stretch us and move us and make us feel things that that invite us, encourage us, even force us to get outside of our own heads. Actions that move us toward flow. That immerse us in something other than our consciousness of ourself, our consciousness of the past, our worries about the future, any of that. Times when we just get lost in what we're doing. Do you know this feeling? Have you had some moment, can you think of some moment when you have become so immersed in something that you have forgotten the world around you? Where you have been in some place, you're involved in some activity, big or small, that has allowed you to become immersed in a state of harmony with yourself? Where you've been able to channel your anxiety or even forget it while you're taking it out on something. Climbers take it out on mountains. Hikers take it out on trails. Runners take it out on the road or the track. Bakers take it out on their ovens. People who sew take it out on their creations. Any kind of artist takes it out on what they are creating. Martial artists take it out on bags and sometimes each other. It all involves flowing with what you're doing and forgetting everything else and coming out on the other side feeling and even breathing differently. So we can, when we face a time of anxiety, we can talk it out. That's an option. Sometimes, it may be better to take it out. Both can be valid options in their own way and in their own time. Thank you for listening to the Coffeehouse Contemplative Podcast. I'm Jeff Nelson. You can find more about my writing, including my four books, at jeffreyanelson.com. You can also find me on social media, facebook.com slash revjeffnelson. And I'm at Bold Roast Rev on both Twitter and Instagram. Have a great week.